Hello, welcome back to another episode of Ask Jess. I'm Jess Marcy. I'm a clutter coach. And every week I go live in here, on here, to answer the decluttering questions that have come in, decluttering, organization, productivity, questions that have come in during the week. So I'm so happy to be here with you live today. I do apologize for being a couple of minutes late. We had a great coaching call in Clutter Boss Academy that ran over, <laughs> um, but we are here now and we have some great questions for this week. So just a huge thank you to everybody who posts questions in our groups, on our YouTube channel, or who direct messages questions. It's really awesome that you are asking your questions. It helps everyone. And I, just a little note to encourage you, if you have a question, put it out there and hopefully you'll get a good answer. <laughs> also a note, if you are not inside our judgment-free Facebook group, It's All Clutter, make sure that you join that group because as we say, community crushes clutter. So when you have a community supporting you, helping you get through all of the emotions that come with decluttering, it can make a world of difference. And oftentimes a stranger in a Facebook group can really change the trajectory of your decluttering journey by providing that completely judgment-free support. So make sure you hop in there. Hello, hello. As you're joining live, say hi. <laughs> and we will dive into question number one. What to do when you're still stuck? <laughs> um, I believe the person who asked this question is on here with us live. So if you are, I would love a little bit more context about where are you still stuck? Um, just give me a little bit more context and I will happily dive into that. I'll give you a second to pop that into the comments and move on to question number two. Related to the stuck question, it's like I know what to do from our prior conversations and I'm getting mental and physical help, yet it is still hard. Now I've just reminded myself of radical responsibility. See, I know the stuff I need to do. Even if I just move one item out today, that will be a success. I love, love, love when somebody asks a question and then answers the question because you do know what to do. And sometimes writing it out might be the answer. You have the solutions inside of you. Write down your thoughts around the question that you're facing because the answer is probably already there and you just need to process the information or, you know, by writing it or ask a trusted friend or reach out in our community, post your question, post where you're getting stuck. And then oftentimes you know how to move forward. And that was just the little motivation that you needed to start moving forward. I also love that this person commented on radical responsibility. Radical responsibility is taking ownership over your actions and full radical responsibility for your life. At the end of the day, we only have so much time on this earth. You can choose to sit in indecision and overwhelm, or you can choose to take five minutes and get started, just five minutes. I used to be a couple of years ago in a very dark space mentally, and I realized the only thing that I could do, the only help that I could truly get was to take radical responsibility for my life. This is my, it is my job to be here and to do what I'm doing and to wake up every day and figure out how to get through it. And only in taking that radical responsibility did things start to change. 
of course, having your community, having your family, having people to support you makes a big difference. But at the end of the day, you're the only person who can actually start with those five minutes. So as you're trying to figure out what to do, just touch something and handle it. The first thing, my hands just touch this, the first thing that you put your hand on, make a decision about what to do with that. And then go on to the next thing. And then the next thing, it does not really matter where you start. It's more important to just get started. Just get started. You can do this. You can do this. I fully believe in you. Take one thing at a time. Stand up, stretch out, touch something, tackle it. Touch and tackle is what we call that. <laughs> um, okay, my craft room, I'm stuck too much on how to organize it. So here is the cold heart truth. Typically, when we're getting stuck with organization, we're actually trying to organize too much stuff for the space. Organization is very simple. It is putting like items together. When organization gets complicated, it's because we're trying to put too much into any single space. The amount of storage space that we have available to us is way less than we like to think. <laughs> and that's just, you know, again, just cold hard truth. The more that you can let go of, the less significant organization is. If you have 1,000 items, you probably have to put like items together because it's hard to see 1,000 items all at once. If you have 10 items, it doesn't matter if it's organized because you can see everything you have at a single glance. So organization is kind of the reason that we start this whole journey, but the solution is decluttering. <laughs> the solution is not organization. The solution is decluttering. When it comes to craft supplies, every single thing could possibly be a future craft project. How much time do you have? <laughs> How much time do you have for your craft projects? How much stuff do you actually need? What would happen if you got rid of 50% of your crafting stuff? Would you still have enough material for the rest of your life? Probably. Um, I would say instead of getting hung up on how to organize, get hung up on how much you can possibly declutter or move forward on decluttering first. Get rid of anything that you are realistically not going to use. Get rid of anything that you can borrow from somebody else that you might just use for a one-off project. Uh, just be really, really realistic with how many crafting supplies you need to keep. And if you are a crafter and you love crafting, that's great. <laughs> that's, that's you, right? That's, so you want to honor that interest that you have by giving yourself the space to actually craft. If you're a crafter and you love crafting, but you can't craft in your house, it makes absolutely no sense to be keeping all of those crafting supplies. Give yourself the space to do what you love instead of an overwhelming amount of stuff that is preventing you from doing what you love. Does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> Um, and if you have decluttered and you really are stuck on organization, just test out some organizational things. Test out putting things in different spots. Use sticky notes to label and see if it's working. The end goal of, of organizing a crafting room, again, is to make the space functional. Usually, the best way we can make the space functional is by having a clear space. Um, I'm reminded this morning that somebody who's doing the Clutter Boss Challenge 
posted that they were searching for a way to store unfinished projects because unfinished projects are a collection of items if you're a crafter and they need to have storage because otherwise they cover your workspace and you can't work. Coming to that realization is huge. And I just want to give a shout out to that person who came to that realization. They needed actual storage space for unfinished projects because that way you have the space to finish other projects or start other projects. <laughs> All right. So many comments in here. It's so nice <laughs> helping uh, seeing these comments all come in. Okay, I need help making decisions, which I guess means increasing my confidence level. Um, you're just answering all your own questions today. <laughs> decision making is about confidence. Um, I would say probably 99% of the decisions that we make are the right decision, but yet we hold ourselves back from making a decision for fear of making the wrong decision. When you hold yourself back from making a decision, you've actually made a decision in that moment. So recognizing that everything that you're doing is making a decision and so telling yourself that you're not going to make a decision or you're putting off decision making because you're afraid of making the wrong decision is in fact making a decision. So you're always making decisions, but are you making a decision that is moving you forward towards your goals? Or are you making a decision to stay stuck? Either way, you're making a decision. Um, okay, next question here. I can't find friends. How am I going to find someone to sit with me doing things that are not fun work time? Okay, so this question comes from a YouTube video where we talked about how decluttering can be very isolating. And oftentimes it can help just to have somebody sit with you, which is why we do things like decluttering marathons and decluttering together on Zoom calls, because having company while you're doing something that's not really that fun can make it way more fun and can inspire you to move forward, right? Just having somebody with you can make a big difference. So to the person on YouTube who commented here that you're struggling just to find friends to begin with, my advice to you is to put yourself out of your comfort zone and make every effort possible to increase your community, both in person and virtually. It's really hard to reach out to other people or to meet new people, but it is critical to our mental health and our physical health that we have community. And if that means that you need to do something really hard, go to a meetup.com, find an activity that you like to do, find a meetup for it, go there. Find that one person that you know who seems to have a big social network and ask them to have lunch with you. Say yes to invitations. Uh, reach out to an old friend. There is one of my favorite studies is the um, Harvard study of, I forget what it's actually called, but it's the longest running study on human behavior. And it has found over almost a hundred years now that the number one predictor of longevity is how connected you are socially. It's not what you eat. It's not what you drink that counts, but it doesn't count as much as your social connectedness. So I would say, make this a priority to get out of your comfort zone and try and increase your community even if it feels uncomfortable, even if it feels incredibly difficult, 
there are communities everywhere. There are online communities. There are in-person communities. We have our It's All Clutter group. It's free. There's thousands of people in there. Post into that group. Say, hey, I'm looking for a clutter buddy. Or, hey, I live here. Does anyone live near me? Take that first step. I am an extremely social person, but I cannot sit around and wait for somebody to reach out to me. I am always the person who is asking other people to do things. And sometimes that feels uncomfortable, but I know how important it is to me to maintain my social connections. If you want to be invited to the party, throw the party. That's how it works. So get out there, get out of your comfort zone. Is it going to be perfect? No. Is it going to be okay in the end? Probably better than you ever expected. Yes. Yes. You can do this. Um, are there any boot camp marathons or calls this weekend? It's supposed to rain. <laughs> and those are my favorite days to declutter. <laughs> you are all my rainy day friends. The next declutterathon is on September 9th. Oh, so that is this weekend. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> So yes, join our declutterathon this weekend, especially if it's going to be raining. <laughs> uh, next question here. Okay, this question is about scheduling. Um, I could schedule before I leave for work, but I never know when my workday will end. I am a mail a delivery a delivery with delivering mail. Okay, I'm a mail delivering. <laughs> I don't know why I can't say this. With delivering mail, I get there and work until it's all delivered. Some days I'm done by two or three. Other days it's not until five. So it's extremely difficult to figure out what my schedule should look like for the rest of the day. If you're in the situation where you're trying to schedule your day and you don't know when things are going to start or end, work on the blocks of time that are always predictable, that are reliably predictable. If you are always done working by six o'clock, have a block of time from six until seven or eight or nine, where you're always doing what the things that you need to do after work. So within that block of time, you are front loading what has to get done for the next day first. And if you happen to end work early, that's a bonus. So I would do bonus things then. Maybe that's when you do your, what I, this is what I do. That's when I do my house projects. Um, or if I want to craft, that would be a crafting time, bonus time. It doesn't have to be this, you know, it, it's hit or miss every day, but don't plan your schedule around that. Plan your schedule around the definite that happen every single day. Um, okay. I have been caring for my mom with Alzheimer's for the past 10 years. I'm living in her condo now for the past year, very slowly tackling her things and getting rid of or donated 80% of her stuff. But my things are where I'm absolutely stuck. I have a basement full of my stuff, very organized, tubs, shelves, hanging racks of clothes. But man, I am frozen with indecision. Um, so my best advice for you is to start. <laughs> there is, you're frozen with indecision, but you're not frozen with indecision on 100% of the items. So I think we tend to be all or nothing with our mindset. I can't, I'm frozen with indecision on everything. You're probably frozen with indecision on a lot of it, but not all of it. So find those key things that you can make a decision on. And if the idea of frozen with indecision is holding you back from even going over there and getting started, take that first step, go over there and open up a bin. I can't tell you how many times clients have told me, I thought it was going to be hard, but I opened up the bin and I just 
it was so easy. I just plowed right through it. Or I thought it was going to be hard and I opened up the bin and it was full of memorabilia. So I went to the next bin. But oftentimes just cracking the lid on the bin, digging into whatever is there is less difficult than we make it out to be in our heads. So just get started. Commit to maybe one bin a week and then see how that goes. I bet you'll find that you can make your decisions more rapidly than you think and probably get through them more than one bin a week. <laughs> all right. That is all of our questions for today. Tune in next week, <laughs> same time, same place. And if you have questions in the meantime, please make sure that you're posting them somewhere. Um, if you're a YouTube follower, that's a great spot to post questions. If you're not following on YouTube, that might be something that you can do to find motivation. A lot of people listen to YouTube videos while decluttering. So maybe, <laughs> maybe listen to Where's My Motivation, that podcast episode that I did, and that can help you get started. Um, and again, get into our It's All Clutter group. It's a great community over there. Great place to find motivation. You all can do this. I believe in you and I will see you next week. Bye for now.